The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Making Singapore more inclusive, a new eight-year plan aims to empower persons with disabilities. Welcome to The Big Story, I'm Harian Todiman. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you will not miss an episode. Education, employment and independent living. Singapore's latest enabling master plan makes a total of 29 recommendations to support persons with disabilities and enable them to contribute to society. And all have been accepted by the government. One of its key targets is to have 40% of working age PWDs employed by 2030. This is up from 30% right now. Another recommendation, designing alternative types of employment such as micro jobs or temporary tasks that usually take a short time to complete. There's also a need to enhance support for PWDs to live independently. Living independently is not necessarily like what many people would think that, oh, I can run, I can do things on my own. But people with disabilities and different types of disabilities would have different kind of care and a different term, different degree of independence. So like people with muscular dystrophy, we physically not so independent, but intellectually we could, cognitively we could. So if we are given the empowerment to choose, make choices, to when there is an, so, uh, there's environments that allows the person to be able to live independently, in, that, in their own sense, and their own terms, that would give them a meaningful life, a dignified life. Joining us is J.R. Kartik, CEO of social service agency AWA. Welcome to the show, Kartik. In your view, what will it take for this master plan to succeed? How can services be expanded and support be strengthened to improve the lives of people with disabilities? So the master plan should be looked at, uh, looked, looked at holistically. Uh, the master plan itself is uh, just the plan. Uh, but for this to work, uh, all hands-on deck approach, really we need to uh, bring in uh, different parties uh, to, to work on the plans. Uh, for example, the social service agencies, caregivers, uh, persons with disabilities themselves, uh, the private sector, uh, donors, volunteers, multiple, multiple parties should come together to work on this. Uh, so then only it is really possible to create really an inclusive society. Kathik, let's uh, talk about the emphasis on lifelong learning and living independently. Uh, what are some examples of how we can help persons with disabilities prepare for a more independent life? So independence starts with being able to do their activities of their daily living. Get up, um, shower, go to the toilet and uh, groom themselves well, then go out, take public transport, uh, go to a coffee shop, um, have meals independently with or without support sometimes, with or without assistive devices, uh, with or without some, some help. Uh, but independence itself is the first priority. Only when the person is independent, then they will be able to interact with the community. That is actually called integration, right? So take public transport, for example. I may be able to walk, which is independence, but I should be able to take public transport and then go to one place to another place, which is which is uh, integration. How can we do this? Is organizations providing support with uh, in terms of therapy, in terms of assistive technology, uh, in terms of public education, and, and and that's that's how we make sure that our clients are able to be independent and then interact with the systems in the community. 
so they are able to participate. And there may be sometimes barriers to this participation. And we got to remove those barriers. For example, physical barrier is, barrier is one easy thing to understand. If there are physical barriers, we have to remove those physical barriers. Put ramps, for example. Once we do the ramps, and it is easy for them to participate. Uh, so this, this is how uh, these uh, barriers can be removed. And what can members of the public do to play their part in making Singapore a fair and inclusive society? So being independent is first step. And able to participate in the community is the second step. But again, independent and able to participate is very person-specific, person-centric. But the community must be able to accept them. Community must be able to give them opportunity to participate. So that is where the inclusion starts. Uh, when integration becomes inclusion is when the community opens up and gives them opportunity to participate in the community. So the community plays a huge role in this. Uh, if you are an employer, please employ persons with disabilities. Not just employ, tweak your policies to support them. Maybe work from home arrangements. S simple things. Uh, provide assistive technology uh, to access computers and things like that. This is what employers can do. Uh, what can the colleagues do uh, in office? So they can accept them. They can accept uh, persons with disabilities as someone who has additional needs and they will not perform the same way that you and I do. And, and these are the things that anybody can do. Uh, if you are a parent who's uh, you're sending your child to a preschool or a mainstream school, tell your children that there are children who are uh, who are also attending these mainstream schools and preschools with additional needs and how to talk to them, how to embrace them. And these are the small things that we can do. And this is how inclusion starts. Inclusion actually starts with some kindness. Karthik, thank you for the perspectives. J.R. Karthik, there, CEO of Social Service Agency, AWA.